Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. This Sunday morning, getting ready to speak with Todd Baldwin, Dan Bird, and uh, about a dozen of you have already forwarded me Meet Kevin's discussion about the housing market. Uh, Over the last couple of weeks, we've seen Meet Kevin talk about housing. We've seen him talk about rising interest rates, uh, reducing purchasing power. Uh, Last couple of videos have talked about the 1970s and why maybe the 1970s aren't a fair comparison. So I went ahead and watched that video this morning, kind of taken my notes. And as usual, I think Meet Kevin has a lot of very valuable stuff. However, I think he is missing perhaps the most important variable of the 1970s. And I'm, and he's, I'm not sure why he keeps missing it. So what I thought we would do is summarize what I heard Kevin say, give you some actual numbers, and then we will dive in and highlight what Kevin is missing. So first and foremost, this is for me, Kevin's video. I think without the last 12 or 14 hours, I think it's called, housing crash or housing problem or something like that. So what do we have? So first off, he's talking about the 1970s and he's basically saying the 70s. Yes, he's basically saying in the 70s, yes, housing went up. Yes, interest rates went up, but it was because of the 30-year mortgage. One sec. So what he's saying is basically don't look at the 70s. The reason the 70s kind of make his thesis break is because there was the introduction of the 30-year mortgage, which on the surface, if you don't do your research, makes perfect sense. What have I told you that real estate is based on? It is always based on a payment. So if you go from an environment where maybe the traditional mortgage is 15 and then you go to 30, your payment is smaller. So, of course, if Kevin was saying that the 30 mortgage launched in the 70s and interest rates went up, housing went up, but the payment term went from 180 to 360, which are months, that would make perfect sense to me. In fact, it made perfect sense to me, so I had to go research it. This is what I found the 30 year mortgage was actually introduced, not in the 1970s. It was introduced in 1948 for new construction. And it was later introduced in 1954 for existing home sales. So the 30-year mortgage was not introduced in the 70s. It wasn't brand new. It wasn't suddenly a way for mom and dad to buy a home on 360 months payments instead of 180. It was, in fact, available since the 1950s. So that is not um, not a correct assumption. Sorry, this is what happens when you do these things live. And yes, I'm doing this live because I want to get ready for my next call. So I didn't know. I didn't know when the 30-year mortgage was introduced. Again, 1948 for new construction, 19. 
54 for existing home sales. So that kind of argument doesn't quite work. But again, I think there is something so vital or so flawed that we'll get to it in a minute. So let's look at what the 1970s were. The 1970s, 1970, the 30-year interest rate was 8.5%. By 1979, we're staying in the 70s, it was 11.2%. So this is roughly speaking a 300% basis. It's actually 270 points. So again, given the thesis of the day, real estate should crash 27% but it didn't. Kevin says it's because of the 30-year mortgage, which it isn't, or at least not entirely. Housing went from $24,002 to $48,813. Housing doubled. This is why Meet Kevin is talking about the 70s, because it doesn't match his thesis. Interest rates went up 270 basis points, Real estate is supposed to crash 27%, where in reality, it went up 100%. I keep telling you, folks, it's not about price. It's not about interest rates. There's this third thing that, unfortunately, Meet Kevin either ignores or doesn't look at. And we will get to that in a minute. So, again, there's a thesis that interest rates go up 1%, pricing should fall 10%. It's already gone up 1% and housing is still on fire. Now, in that in that video I watched this morning that again, a dozen of you sent me, he's talking about rates going up 2.5%. Wow. And I think he's right. I think rates can go up 2.5%. I do not think housing is gonna crash 25%. And in fairness, in this latest video, he is not talking crash 25%. He's talking a loss in purchasing power, which mathematically speaking, he is absolutely right. But again, there's this thing that Meet Kevin is not talking about that can neutralize that 25% loss in purchasing power. So if you've been watching my channel for any length of time, you should know what that third variable is. If you think you know what it is, go ahead and leave a comment below because we're going to flip this whiteboard over and we're going to look at it together. Kevin, if you ever see this or somebody who watches my channel sends him a note, just ask Kevin to look at this because I think it'll be eye-opening. And then when you look at this decade, the decade we are in, you can at least ask the right question. So let's see if Sonny will stop making noise. Let's turn this bad boy around. So hopefully you can see that now. Again, make this a little bit lower. So the answer is wages. It is not housing price, right? Housing went from 24 grand to 48 grand. It is not interest rate. It went from eight and a half to 11.2. The big thing that Kevin and so many other people are missing is wages. Houses, for the most part, are bought on payment. Yes, interest rate and price are important, 
but they are two of three factors that make this work. So let's look at wages in the 1970s. The wages start, and this again is median income for a family of four. Can you believe this? Some of you make this in a month now. Some of you might even make this in a week. $8,733. That's what the average family of four was making in 1970. Can you imagine living on, anyways, can you, can you imagine? Man, by 1979, the average family of four is making $16,461. That is nearly an increase of 100%. I don't know where this 66% came from. Where's that? Why was that there? I don't know. Anyways, so again, went from 87 to 16.4, so a little bit less than 100%. The average increase in wages for the decade, for the decade, was 7.3%. This is how interest rates could go up, prices could go up. It's because everybody's wages were going up 7.3%. This is the average for the ye- for the decade. The range, the min max, the minimum wage increase for the 1970s was 3.4%. The maximum was 11%. Again, we buy houses on payments. Prices could go up. Rates can go up if, if wages go up. That's the thing that Meet Kevin is not talking about. It's not the introduction of the 30-year mortgage because we've already looked that up and it was sourced in 1948 and 1954, if memory serves. So again, payment. So I did some math. This 8300 no, eight, $8,733 produces a monthly income of $727. Can you imagine living on $727 a month? Wow. Again, this income here converted to monthly is $1,371. So one of the things I wanted to do was figure out what 25% of this gross income is, because again, a lot of people spend that on rent and mortgages. So 25% of 727 is $182. That's a comfortable mortgage payment. Obviously, you want it to be lower, but that's what 25% is. And again, 25% of 1371 is 343. So again, that's an increase of $151. It's about payment. And the third variable that Meet Kevin and so many other people miss is wages. Meet Kevin is talking about if interest rates go up 2.5%. And frankly, I think he's right. I think rates can go up that much from the bottom to the top, the floor to the peak. I think he's right. But then he talks about a loss of purchasing power of 25%. He's forgetting about wage increase. If wages go up 8%, 8 to 8.5%, it neutralizes that loss in purchasing power. Wages go up 8.5%, shoot, wages go up 10%. There is no loss in purchasing power because housing is bought on payment. You're not paying cash for a house. Your payment will still get approved if 
interest rates go up two and a half percent at current prices. So he's just not doing the math. He's missing a third variable. It's not X and Y, it's X, Y, and Z. Z wages. You've got to look at wages. If wages go up 10% over the next two years, housing is still affordable. I'm not saying wages will go up 10%. I'm just saying, Kevin, let's complete the picture. It's about wages. You're missing wages. Go look at the 1970s. I've given you the numbers. It's a simple Google search. You can download my 50-year spreadsheet in my free course. All the sources are listed. It's free. Go get it. So again, very interesting. At the end of his video, he's talking about how to take advantage or maybe protect yourself. Um, I think most of that is correct from memory. I actually didn't write these down. Um, get rid of consumer debt, obviously. He does talk about maximizing your real estate debt. Um, I think that was said maybe without caution. I think some of you should not do that. Um, Certainly shouldn't do that if you're going to go buy something else, a boat or a car or a second home. You also need to make sure there's you can still cash flow. Um, it's not about maximum leverage. I don't like that. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Also, some of you hear what Kevin said, and you're going to take equity out of your home where, you're, where you, your wife, your husband, your kids sleep. For some of you, that is very, very dangerous. This next, this coming recession is going to be interesting. Uh, we will have a Fed that is raising rates. We will have inflation, probably double digits very soon. CPI. In fact, if you watch my channel, I did the math for you. CPI is actually 11.2 before gas increases. Yeah. So do me a favor, meet Kevin. Go back and look at the 70s. It's not because of the 30-year mortgage rate. I didn't know. I did the research. It was in the 40s and 50s. Not the answer. The answer, Kevin, is wages. Wages increased every year. And every year, every year in the 70s, wages averaged 7% increase. You can afford a lot more home if your wage goes up 7% a year. The, the min was 3.4. The max was 11%. So again, folks, it's not about price. It's not about interest rates. It's about price, interest rates, and wages. And oh, by the way, those three factors make up the affordability index, which you've, if you've read my book, uh, One Rental at a Time, you know that I watched that and it saved my butt during the Great Recession. We got out of the houses at the peak, bought apartments, and then we got in at the bottom. So again, I have done it. I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, so again, it's not about interest rates and prices, Kevin. Please go back and look at wages. Take care, everyone. Thank you for doing this live. Sorry, my puppy. He's sitting right here. It was kind of a distraction. Hope that was okay. Bye-bye.